Good evening and welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for The Coach's Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to The Coach's Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach. Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, um, a very difficult and hard-fought loss for you guys um, in uh, Saturday's game against Augustana. Um, let's start with uh, the beginning. And as you told me before we started today's show, uh, you guys had a nice opening drive. You were able to put the ball uh, in the end zone after a long drive where you <laughs> basically ran the football. Um, tell me about that drive and uh if you were able to duplicate that later in the game or not, and if you weren't, why not? Yeah, we, we started the drive. We had a good, you know, we felt, felt like we had a very good plan going into the game. Uh, we, we had a good game against them last year in the opener. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we, uh, we, we really confident that we could do some things and we had a good mixture of, uh, you know, different run options, um, you know, some inside zone and some gap plays uh some pin pull and we had a really just our solid drive you know getting four four or five yards of pop um at one point we had a pass play called but connor scrambled for you know 12 13 yards up the middle it was it just opened up like the red sea and then we got inside the five and i think it took us a couple plays to to get the first touchdown and uh yeah we did come back to the run but you know they that caught them off guard, I think, and their defense played a little bit better. And we weren't in a situation where we're getting four or five yards a pop. The next series, I know we came out and uh, the first play, I think we got maybe zero. And we went to a safe pass concept that was incomplete. Then we went to third down and uh, we were forced to pass then again. But we did get back to um, a good balance of run pass. And, you know, we, we didn't have the the production we needed, you know, uh, 60 or 18 points, whatever it was, 16 points wasn't good enough to win. And we had just only 290 yards, but that was a very good defense we played with a lot of starters back from the year before. Um, they've given up just, uh, what, three points and seven points in the two games they played. And uh, I thought we moved the ball very effectively. Obviously, Drew Anke had a huge game catching the ball, um, but uh, not quite enough to win. So we got to get better. What what is it? And and maybe you've already addressed this, but why is it that it seems like those scripted opening drives do so well, and then you see teams are uh, have to change things around as, as the game goes on? I'm mean, I'm assuming it's because the defense makes adjustments, but you know you you would think that they would have uh, teams scout whether it's you or vice versa, whether, you know, you've scouted your opponent and they have a, a successful opening drive, but then never aren't able to duplicate what they did on the first drive. What's your thought behind why that scripted opening drive seems to work so well? Well, there's a lot of good coaches in this league. So, I mean, when we are having success, they're going to, their defense is going to meet on the sideline after that first drive and they're going to make immediate adjustments just like we would do. And, and they're, you know, gaining, um, intel from the from the press box to know what we did um and then immediately they're they're already trying to make some adjustments so what you get in the opening drive is maybe more vanilla um or more what you would plan on them uh, being 
And then once you attack a certain area, then they're going to defend that area a little bit better. And also the first drive, like right now, just working on the game plan for this week. You know, we always have the first 15 plays uh, pretty much scripted. When I say pretty much, I mean, we're going to go down the list, providing things are going well. Uh, we get to a third down and long, we might go to our third down section, but you know, that's, that's well thought. Like a lot of fans don't know that all the decisions on plays being ran are made during the week. There's never a time where I'm on the sidelines, it's third and nine, and I'm like scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. You know, there's a lot of there's, the options are right before us. The ones we rehearsed and practiced that are on our, our script, um, and, and we go to those things because we have a lot more time today to talk about, hey, when we're fourth and seven and we're going to win the game at Mankato <clears throat> against the number five team in the country, what player are we going to run? And it's, you know, it's a, a variety of coaches with different insights and thoughts. It's taken some clips of, hey, what are they doing in fourth and seven in other games? Um, what are we doing well? And then from there, you make your decision with a lot more time than the 10 seconds you get during the game. So, you know, the opening script is well thought. And I think that's part of the reason why there's a lot of success oftentimes in opening games. And then it's just, it's just hard to duplicate that success because teams make adjustments to make it more challenging for you to continue that, um, to continue, uh, I guess, to allow you to continue to have the success that you had in that first drive. Talk a little bit. You mentioned Drew Anke a few minutes ago. Uh, talk a little bit about his game and what he uh, was able to accomplish against Augustana and what kind of a player yeah, Drew, he is. Yeah, Drew's a phenomenal player. He had a great high school career at Clear Lake. He went to UNI out of high school, you know, earned scholarship money there and was in the mix to play at UNI but had some injuries that kept him back. And I don't know the complete story, but that's that's kind of what I understand there. Um when he came in last fall, he was on a mission. Like he was dominating. I remember the first uh, practice he won our, our red award. Cause it was obvious. Like he was standing out just dominating, but he suffered an injury um, last year. And, and he was kind of working through and playing with an injury, even though he still did very well last year. Um, he was, he was working through an injury and uh, spent all off season rehabbing. And it's something that still is with him today. But I think he's learned to uh, play with that injury. And he was just on fire catching everything, contested. All the balls he caught were contested. And I uh, just had a phenomenal day. And I think uh, him and Connor are really developing a rapport uh, that hopefully we can take advantage of as we continue moving forward. Because Drew's Drew's a guy who can play outside. He can do some things from the inside receiver position. And, and just showed us why last week we have to get him the ball and move him around and uh, he he can take on any cornerback in our league and be successful. And he's he's long, he's athletic, he runs well, he's got great hands, great body control. Um, you know, really proud of the effort he gave us last weekend. And we're going to have him on uh, in a few minutes. Um, we're also going to have on uh, Kofi Beckel from uh, Bloomington Kennedy, um, and he uh, helps clog up that middle for you on the defensive side of the ball. Tell me about his game and what he did so well against Augie. Kofi transferred here from Northern State last year and out of high school. He hadn't played a lot of football. You know, we remember recruiting him in high school, but he hadn't played but maybe one year or so. Was very raw, was a big kid. And, uh, you know, we were fortunate to get him last summer. And he he, he really improved as the year was going on last year. Became a, um, a real relentless defensive tackle. 
He's 325 pounds. He runs a um, maybe a five flat 40, you know, maybe wow. even better. Uh, he's very athletic for a big boy. And he's he, he's just playing hard. Like he's he's straining on every play. And he ended up having seven tackles, uh, two sacks, um, another a tackle and a half for a loss. So just a real big day statistically, but also – you know, our defense, when we watch the games, we have a point system and we want defensive players to be positive with points. You gain points for tackles and plays that you make. You lose points for assignments, broken, things like that. And and he was just the top point getter and also just real productive. And that's what we're looking for is defensive guys that have production, that make plays. And uh, he's been doing that really well and looking forward to seeing him continue that track. Okay, um, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will hear from both uh, Drew and Kofi. And then when you and I return uh, for our final segment, we'll take a look ahead to Minnesota State Mankato. We're talking to head coach Shannon Courier here on the Coaches Show. Back with more on today's show after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace, so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And we continue along here on The Coach's Show, and we are now joined by a couple of Coach Courier's players. Uh, Drew Anke is a wide receiver, junior wide receiver from Clear Lake, Iowa, who had a big game in that loss to Augustana. And uh, Kofi Beckley, who also had a good game on the defensive side of the ball. He is from Bloomington Kennedy here in the Twin Cities. Let's start with you, Drew. Um, big game for you, over 150 yards receiving. Um, but, boy, all that stuff just kind of goes by the wayside when you don't win, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously it feels good to play play well. Um, but, really, obviously it means nothing unless we get that win. Um, okay, tell me about your day uh, with your ability to get all those balls and to get the yardage that you got. Um, was it, you know, looking at you more uh, in this particular situation or was it uh, the way that they were defending that uh, you you had some opportunities? What exactly uh, precipitated on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, obviously I think it relies on a lot of the quarterback and Connor just put a lot of a lot of great balls out there. Really, every ball was in a spot where I could catch it. Um, so it starts with him. He had a great day thrown to me. Um, and, you know, it's just remaining confident. You know, I I have the I have that confidence in myself to go out every week and um, – just, you know, play, play my abilities, play as well as I can. And so, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a surprise to me, but it's just something I, I expect for myself every week. Did you play wide receiver in high school as well? I did, yep. And uh, did you play on the defensive side of the ball at all, or were you strictly uh, offensive wide receiver? Play a little defense, a little uh, rover, um, rolled on safety a little bit. So, Do you miss it at all, defense? 
Um, I like playing wide receiver. Okay. I like <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, Kofi, um, on the defensive side, you also had a good game on Saturday, but again, doesn't really matter if you lose, but tell me, uh, tell me uh, what, uh, what went on Saturday and gave you the ability to, uh, get the tackles and, uh, you know, the, the game that you had. Yeah. I mean, we just had a good game plan going in, uh, against their offense and, it was really just about the execution, um, just going in there, playing hard, and that's kind of how we came about the result. Do you um, do you like playing on the defensive line? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. More specifically, that was I shouldn't ask a yes no question. My journalism teachers <laughs> told me that long ago. What do you like about playing on the defensive line? Um, I just like uh, the physicality, just being up front and uh, the actions right there every play yeah did you uh play on both sides of the ball in high school at kennedy i, I played a little bit of tight end but not much so wait a minute you played it on the on offense you played tight end so you wanted to catch the ball i assume or were you there strictly for blocking purposes <laughs> strictly, strictly for blocking I, unfortunately <laughs> i didn't get to go out for routes or anything <laughs> They didn't write any of those into the uh, into the playbook, huh? Um, okay, um, let's uh, let's look ahead to this week, um, and we'll start with you, Kofi. What um, what do you know about this Minnesota State Mankato team? In general, we know they're the sixth ranked team in the nation, so we know it's not going to be uh, it's going to be a tall task for you guys. But what do you know about their offense? Yeah, I know they're going to be physical. I know they're going to be downhill run team i know that they're going to try to get after us but uh we have a good front four uh and we're looking to get after them too is there how do you approach a team like this that you know is one of the top teams in the country not to say that augustana wasn't very good and you and you guys have a long list of good teams that you play all season but how do you approach a team like this when you know that you know they're going to bring it every play for sure i mean you have to go about it like any other game going into it uh being well prepared watching film making sure that you're reading cues and it for me this is just another game i'm gonna play as hard as i do against anybody else drew um what do we know about uh minnesota state's defense what kind of formations do they what kind of base defense do they run and do you anticipate um, you know, you guys ability to throw the ball again this week. Yeah. I mean, obviously historically they've been a, a really good team. They're really disciplined as a defense um, on the outsides, at least I think we're going to get uh, some opportunities to see some man coverage, which I mean, they're pretty much saying, they think their guys are better than our guys. And um, you know, as, as a receiver room, as a competent receiver room, we, we like to see that. We know that um, that's something we can definitely take advantage of. A warm week of practice this week with, you know, temperatures in the 80s. Um, how does that play out? Does it, is it a little more draining? Are, you, are your practices, are they cut back a little bit from what you guys were doing in preseason? Tell me a little bit about practice this week. Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been pretty lucky past past few weeks. Uh, weather's been nice, but, you know, all fall camp, everybody's out there, and it's even hotter than it was now. So uh, we try not to let things like that uh, really deter us from from what we're trying to do. In high school, um, did you play any other sports other than football? I did. I played basketball. Um, I played tennis my first two years of high school, and then I ran track and field my my second two years. Okay. Um, t- 
tennis, huh? Wow. Well, footwork, right? I mean, that's <laughs> you've got to have footwork to play tennis, right? Yes, sir. I like run around, run around the court. So your second favorite sport, other than uh, I'm assuming football's number one. What's your second favorite sport? I like basketball. I like playing basketball. And and what position do you play in basketball? Um, point guard, shooting guard, kind of move me around. Okay. All right. Uh, Kofi, how about you? What uh, what other sports did you play in high school, or did you? Um, so my first love was actually football or basketball. I played that four all four years of high school. Uh, I was a power forward, and then I actually didn't start playing football until my junior year of high really? school. Really? Yep. And, and uh, why did you decide to come and, and, and play football? Um, Kind of the coaches getting on me about playing. I mean, I had the size and. Yes, they kind of sure. were. They kind of were on me about it about uh, since my freshman year, and I kind of, kind of folded. <laughs> you gave in finally, huh? <laughs> I gave in, and I fell in love with it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay, Kofi, uh, what uh, what are you studying at Concordia? Computer science. And what do you want to do with that? Uh, honestly, I would like to combine it with my love of sports, so maybe being. Doing something with computer science with like ESPN would be a dream job. So it's like an analytics type guy or a stats guy, in other words, huh? Yeah, or like IT. Okay, very good. Uh, Drew, how about you? What are you studying at uh, at Concordia? I will be graduating this fall with a sports communications degree. And what do you want to do with this? I am very passionate about kind of like Kobe said, sports. And so I actually do video, uh, videography, photography, uh, con- content creation within the sports interest industry. So hopefully some with that. Well, there's lots of sports out there. So uh, you've, 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 you're going down a path. That's a busy path these days. So, well, good luck to you guys both on Saturday against Minnesota state. We appreciate you spending some time with us on the coaches show. And uh, hopefully we're talking about a win and we'll talk to you guys again down the road. Thank you. Well. Thank you. Thank you for right. having me. That's Drew Enke and Kofi Beckley here on Minnesota Score Radio's Coaches Show, back with Coach Courier after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Final segment of this week's Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier. All right, Coach, uh, things don't get any easier. You just lost a a tight game to Augustana, 24-16 at home. And, uh, of course, um, as you know, a a late drive uh, did not came up empty and unable to tie the game. You now go to Mankato to play on to play Minnesota State, one of the top ranked teams in the country. They were sixth coming into last week. They are now the fifth ranked team in the country, three and zero, all three conference wins. Um, let's start with their offense. What do we know about their offense? Their offense is one of the best in the league. They have like five tight ends that are just big, athletic, an offense line just uh, physical, big. The running backs are solid. Um, I don't know, it's the best offense that we've seen and and maybe one of the best offenses that's been around in this league 
you know, for a while. They're ranked number five in the country uh, because of that. Just a lot of playmakers and just a lot of big guys that create extra gaps in their run game. And uh, their running backs are averaging uh, a, a lot of yards every game. I think they're averaging over 500 yards per game. Um, they're definitely the number one offense in the league currently. Um, it's at their place, of course, so it's just a heck of a challenge, that's for sure. Um, all right, so what uh, what types of things are you going to have to do? Obviously, you want to control the ball to keep that offense off the field, I would assume, right? Uh, absolutely. You know, it's it's – it's okay if they move the ball. We have to keep them out of the end zone. We got to force them to kick and field goes. And then, then you're right. Then on offense, we have to move the ball and we have to score points and um, get the ball in the end zone more than we have. And uh, you know, find ways to to be in a position uh, to strike late in the fourth quarter. You know, and that's that's the game plan. Is you know, we're certainly expecting to go down there and win. Um, you know, it's it's a heck of a challenge, but what what an opportunity opportunity and honestly addition of coaching at Concordia at this point and, and being their position just because we we have a chance to do something extremely special and, and really have the biggest win in program's history and uh I mean that's really what it's all about you know and all the the challenges and adversity that you face in, in college athletics um that all that's real but a win like this um uh, that 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 nullifies a lot of that stuff real quick. Um, so we're we're doing everything we possibly can you know, to raise the bar of our performance and just focus on us getting better, controlling the things that that are are within our control. There's a lot of things that we can still improve on that um, that we have control over, and and just expecting to win and trying to expect ourselves to be better than we have been playing. And um, you know we have to win a special teams game. We got to secure the football. We have to prevent explosive plays. We got to create explosive plays. We got to average more than a four yard or four points uh, per trip to the red zone. Like we did this past weekend, we got to get the ball in the end zone. And if we do those things, you know, we're going to be right there in a position to, uh, to sneak one out of there. And obviously it's, it's much easier to be the underdog than the team that's supposed to win. Um, so we're just going to give it everything we have down there and, and see what we can do. What things do you think you're going to have to shore up on offense that hasn't happened for you so far, specifically hasn't happened in the last couple of weeks? I think we have to just uh, be able to sustain drives. Um, we have to make sure we have the abilities to run the football and, and keep ourselves in a balanced position. We can't ever feel like we have to be in 10 personnel and throw the ball. No matter how it's going early in the game, we got to stick to our game plan and maintain balance and keep running the football. But obviously, we need to run the ball successfully to to win the game, and we need to convert third downs um, to keep things going. We we certainly have to protect the football, and we have to find ways to create some big plays too because they're a good defense as well. And you know, it's it's just really hard to to do what we did last week. Have a thirteen play drive for seventy five yards. That's that's really challenging to do. You don't see a lot of drives like that. Um, so we need to create some big plays in that process. Um, you know, we need to connect on some down the field passes, probably more than we have thus far this year. Um, we did a little of that, little of that this past week, but we need more of that. And uh, you know, just uh, take time off the clock. And, and you know, um, if we if they get a big drive, we got to keep them out of the end zone and force them to a field goal and just keep the game tight. 
and then you know in the fourth quarter find some way to win. What um, what kind of looks do you expect to get from their defense that you'll uh, have to be uh, working on this week, or you have you will have worked on this week going into the game Saturday? What do they do defensively? They they have really good, yeah they have really front door. Um, you know we we play a very similar defensive front. They like to play two defensive tackles in the a gaps, and then they play heavy on the on the, the offensive tackle. They try to condense your B gaps. They want to really nullify the run game with four defensive linemen and force the ball outside. Um, we have to get more numbers to the point of attack in different ways. And, um, you know, we have to have play action off that run game. Then that's going to take advantage of linebackers pursuing to stop the run. Um, we have to, you know, sustain blocks for guys. When you hand off the ball to the running back, there's always 11th defender on defense that's free, and the running back needs to make a guy miss uh, for us to have those big plays. And when we had him last year against him, is because a running back forced a, def- a safety in most cases to to make a bad to take a bad angle or or actually make a miss the tackle. And we need to have that happen more frequently as well. All right, last question for you: What is uh, Saturday's pregame? Uh, speech from you or pregame preach, what's that going to sound like? Just briefly. That's a great question. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that throughout the week, and I'm going to talk a lot about persistence. You know, there's a story about a dog that was an, was a small dog, um, and he wanted to get in the yard of these two hunting dogs. Like He saw these two hunting dogs in, in one yard that had a nice dog house, and that little dog would creep out of the fence and those two dogs would chew him up. And then he would, you know, he'd crawl back home underneath the fence. They got rid of him. But the little dog came back the next day and did the same thing. And he continued to do that over and over and over. And that the owner of the two dogs, he went on a business trip. And when he came back home, the two dogs were barking in the basement. He asked his wife, like, what are the dogs doing in the basement? And she just proceeded to tell him that that little dog continued to come back every single day and wore him down. And uh, really, that's the story of well, how we have to do it this weekend. We have to wear them down and keep fighting and keep fighting and, and find ways to annoy them um, and keep within the game. And then at the end of the game, like get them nervous and, and force a error that uh, we can we can capitalize on. And that's how we're going to win the game. So, you know, that's that's some of the thoughts I've had early in the week. And I think it's real fitting to, to where we're going to be at uh, on Saturday. Good stuff, Coach. Good luck in Mankato, and we will uh, talk to you next week, hopefully about uh, a victory over the Mavericks. I appreciate it. We're excited about the opportunity, and that'll be uh, extremely enjoyable to, to have that conversation. All right, he is Head Coach Shannon Courier. This has been The Coach's Show. I'm Wally Lankville. Be sure to join us again here at the same time next week. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coach's Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.